you know, we're, we're learning, and by the, you know, with the aid of the Holy Spirit, we're getting this done. Look, here's the thing about Jesus. Jesus was normal. I, I think sometimes we're looking for, you know, we're looking for some, you know, magic, you know, Superman cape or something. Jesus was a normal dude who had normal conversations with normal people about an extraordinary God. And I think sometimes we just we just forget the gift is normalcy. The gift is authenticity and and, uh, and genuineness. Uh, so I think that's where we want to go, uh, increasingly so. This is four people with Bishop Rob Wright. Y'all, this is four people with Bishop Rob Wright, and I'm Melissa Rao, and I'm thrilled because most of the time, in fact, all of the time that we've recorded previously, we've never been in person. And yet today, yay, yay! Bishop <laughs> Wright is literally sitting across from me. So yeah. I'm really grateful to be here. So yep. Bishop, we are celebrating our 150th episode. Yeah. Man, it's been a journey. It's, it's amazing to, to, to think that uh, we've got 150 episodes in the can, as it were. We've had 150 conversations with you and guests and others, uh, you know, about leadership and faith. So Easton, I know we're going to pitch it to you. Uh, Easton's got some pretty great stats um, about what our listenership is and uh, the reach that Four People has had. Thank you, Melissa. In 150 episodes, Four People has been downloaded 200,000 times across 5,000 cities, 100 countries, and all 50 states. Of all Buzzsprout podcasts, our hosting site, it is in the top 10% of all podcast downloads. I'm just curious, Bishop, what you think um, the greatest takeaways, uh, the learning journey, if you will, about four people and what's so great about it. And yeah, no, we've learned a lot. I mean, we started off again in, in response to COVID while other people sort of were pulling back. And while we were pulling back for safety's sake, for neighbor's sake, we wanted to figure out a way to reach forward, reach out, right? And, uh, and, and really myself and Easton uh, just sort of brainstormed. And, and it had been on our list to, to, um, in terms of our communication for the Diocese of Atlanta. Um, and this just accelerated it. You know, COVID accelerated a lot of things, you know, um, cut away a lot of the fat and we get down to the meat of it. And so this is what was the meat. And so with a very nominal investment of about $1,500 in, in equipment, um, you know, we're uh, up to 200,000 downloads. Uh, and I think all in, you know, for the whole 150 episodes, for the whole 150 episodes, I think we spent about $3,000. And so I think the chief learning is, is that people want to talk about a good and gracious God. Um, people are looking for some competition uh, with a lot of the bad God that's out there that's about exclusion and um, that conflates some sort of uh, narrow, ethnically-based Christianity with the gracious, good gospel of Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, people are looking for that. People are looking for people just to have a conversation and to ask questions um, and, uh, and to have some laughter and some levity, I think. So we, we're learning a lot, and there's, there's more we want to do. Um, we're, we're into all 50 states and a couple of countries uh, and figuring out ways in which we can um, really get to the questions that people want. Um, so not just you and I talking, though I thoroughly enjoy that. You're a great conversation partner, but maybe figure out ways in which we can get other people's questions in the middle of it yeah. so you and I can work through them. Yeah, that's awesome. But $3,000 over yeah. the course of two and a half years, yeah. that's not a lot. It's not, no. And I kind of feel like sometimes churches will, I, at least this has been my experience, yeah. sometimes I... I hear people saying, oh, well, we can't do X because it just costs way too much money. Right. That's right. What would you say to that? 
Yeah, I think um, I think no. <laughs> I think you, you know. I you know one of the best uh, leadership uh, uh, lines I've ever heard is start where you can start, and begin where people are. And and what we know is is that you and I can get by the grace of God and the magic of technology. You and I can get together online, um, and that's within reach for all of us. Um, it was a nominal investment that initial fifteen hundred dollars, and only fifteen hundred dollars more after that. But uh, we never anticipated, we prayed and hoped for, but we never anticipated that our, our efforts would be multiplied. So I would say to anybody, any organization, any congregation, any individual minister, I would say start where you are um, and, and you'd be surprised. Um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do was deliver on our purpose. And our purpose was to have a conversation about Jesus Christ and, uh, and to talk a little bit about in following Jesus Christ, what would leadership look like? You know, what shape does leadership take on? And so uh, I'm here in the Diocese of Atlanta, which is middle and north Georgia, and uh, I've got some fancy friends and some people that I, that I know, and I've invited them on, the governor of our state, Senator Warnock, the presiding bishop, Barbara Brown-Taylor, the list goes on and on, and that's been really exciting. Uh, but also it's been the lay people, people who are just sort of serving the Lord in their little corners of the vineyard. <clears throat> you know, the, the lawyer who, who, uh, who realized in the back pew of his church that he wanted to be a lawyer for Jesus and now serves uh, boys and girls who have been sexually abused and wins you know, amazing settlements for them. Um, it, it has been you know, the professor at Michigan who studies poverty so that it can help us think about how we can be more responsive uh, to our neighbor in our midst. Those have been the ones that have stuck out to me. And so there are people all around uh, that I've invited, and I've been surprised that they said yes, to be honest with you. And they said yes, I said, just meet me online for 15 minutes or so. Uh, and they have. And so, you know, we just, we're thanking God for the blessing of all this so far and figuring out how to better serve the Lord in this going forward. Yeah. So are people, do you think uh, you'd like to see other podcasts popping up? Do you think maybe churches could give it a shot for the, their their own parishioners? Or what are you hoping that people might take away other than the great conversation and um, the food for thought that yeah. I think you provide? Are you hoping that it might energize or catalyze churches to do something new? I'll tell you what I'm hoping for. That's a great question. I'm hoping for lots of things. So I'm hoping um, for that more brothers and sisters out there um, who are conversational with their faith would figure out ways in which to sort of enlarge that conversation. I, I think this is what's missing. Sometimes church can be really ominous for people, especially who don't come from church backgrounds. They come in and sometimes the, the liturgy um, doesn't mean to, or the way we do worship doesn't mean to, but sometimes it can be off-putting or far away. There's a big God in a big room and you know a, a beautiful choir, a, a magnificent organ, and, and, uh, and, and there's no conversational piece. There's no conversational place. The sermon is on a, on a pulpit 20 feet off the ground or 10 feet off the ground. I mean, you know, I get all of that. So I'm, I'm hoping that people will figure out that there is a need out there for people to be conversational uh, about faith and to have great facility with the stories and to talk about David and Esther and Ruth and Jesus and Lazarus as people that you know, as, as, as friends, as, as people that have been part of your own personal faith journey. I think people want that. I think number two is that I want people to realize that all we did was run an experiment. And one of my, my lines, that, and we really uh, put this into practice over COVID, is that I think that great, great faith demands uh, great experiments. 
right? I, I think fidelity begs for experimentation, right? Fidelity is not just sort of holding on to what was until your knuckles turn white. I think because God is alive, God is saying, okay, now speak to my people. And you've got to go to where the people are, right? right? Philip goes to where the Ethiopian is. Jesus goes to, you know, where, uh, where the leper is and where all the other people are. And so trying to figure that out, uh, I think, is, is critical because we think that our job is three things. We think that our job is proclamation, formation, and administration. Proclamation is to tell out the good news of Jesus Christ. And of course, all these have overlaps. Uh, and of course, formation is trying to sort of be a brick uh, in, the, in the building of a wall of faith, in the, in the, in the sort of uh, planting seeds. Uh, and then the last piece for us, administrating it, is, is, that, is to use the gifts that we've been given here at the Diocese of Atlanta uh, to invite people uh, to give their life away uh, as a layperson, priest, deacon, or even bishop. Uh, and, uh, you know, and to help the church to grow and to uh, offer the church of Jesus Christ to the next generation. So all of that is part of the purpose of this. So you dropped the big E word, experimentation. Yeah. And I always think about uh, what does experimentation lead to? Yeah. Uh, and learning is one of those great yeah, things. That's so right. I'm wondering if you can share what you've appreciated learning the most throughout the process of of doing for for people, you've always done for faith for quite some time. Yeah, so for faith has always been you know uh, 100 hundred and hundred fifty words or so that I write um, that goes to all the subscribers, uh, their email boxes, and it's it's been there now. I'm in my eleventh year, and so you know when I was a candidate for bishop, a lady said, you know if, if I if we elect you bishop, you know I want to hear from you, uh, and I had already as a as a pastor of a congregation as a rector, I'd already been writing weekly. And I feel like that's the least we can do, uh, is to just connect with people. And so that has touched me because I've, I've heard feedback that, um, you know, uh, people have read my For Faith message. And one lady came up to me, I was visiting a congregation, and she said, you know, my husband died this week. But on Friday, I heard from my bishop. Now, she experienced that letter that went to thousands of people um, as a personal pastoral, as personal pastoral care. And that really touched my heart. And so, so we, we've done that, and then we decided that there is this, this irreplaceable thing that you and I are doing, which is you and I and our voices, our breath exchanging around these ideas about who is Jesus Christ, what does it mean to follow him, what is the church at all, what is the Episcopal Church in particular. And so that for me has been very animating. I've, 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 so I've learned that that's a space that I feel very comfortable in. Um, I've learned that a lot of us don't feel comfortable in that conversational space. I've learned that. And uh, that's, that's regrettable because I, I think if we're going to be um, proficient at, at uh, getting alongside of people and, and offering, um, not browbeating or arm twisting, but offering the good news of Jesus Christ, we're going to have to be more comfortable with ourselves, more comfortable with our faith, and, and more, more comfortable in giving that voice. Hi, listeners. Thank you for listening to Four People a space of digital evangelism. You can keep up with us on Instagram and Facebook at Bishop Rob Wright. And now back to four people. Yeah, and that voice part is is, is scary. Yeah. I realized I had this experience not too long ago. I was asked to record a video and answer the question, what is exciting to me about the church yeah. and where the Holy Spirit is revealing 
herself. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> and I, I didn't like it, actually. I, I had to put, I never do a Facebook Live. I never do any of that yeah. stuff. And I had, to, <laughs> I had to like watch myself on my iPhone as I'm recording this thing and yeah. speaking into it. And it was so weird for me. But I realized when you were just speaking, you don't get comfortable unless you practice. Yeah, that's right. right? And so if you want to get comfortable with conversations, well, then yeah. darn it, you got to have them. Right. And, you know, what I, what I mean, a lot of us, right, and we've, got, we've all got the gift of gab about the thing we're pa- passionate about, right? So all, all of us do. You know, one of the things that we have to remember, too, if, if we really want to uh, follow this Jesus guy, <laughs> it, you know, is, is that um, we have an aid. It's called the Holy Spirit. And so one of, one of the ways we turn intention uh, or, or even sort of a little bit of curiosity into something that God can really use is to offer it to God. And so, God, you know, I'm not really good at talking, I could say, or, or God, I've got some real reticence about the whole thing. Uh, help me. Yeah. Uh, uh, bless me to be able to. Um, you know, and, and, you know, that's the thing, you know, we, we never have to, so this is not a self-help group. I mean, I I keep reminding people, church is not a a sort of spiritualized self-help group. We are people who, you know, are, are, um, you know, this church is born out of the grace of God, is sustained by the Holy Spirit of God and will enlarge itself, you know, uh, by, you know, providence and the grace of God. And so we can ask God to help me. If I've got a heart uh, to connect to people, if I've got a heart to be with people in sorrow, suffering, or sadness, whatever it is, then I offer that to God and say, God, you know, use that. Mm-hmm. You know, h- help me. You know, I-, I-, I remember, you know, just sort of wondering if I even sort of saw the field the way that God saw the field. I said, Lord, help me see uh, like you see. Help me. Because, you know, we're, we're all terribly busy. We're all running around. We're all sort of taking care of ourselves. And, uh, you know, after that prayer, I started sort of finding myself paying a lot of attention to who was hanging out in the church on the sides, you know, not engaged in conversation with, but, but sort of awkwardly standing around the sides. And I started to go to them. Yeah. And, you know, people wanted to, to, to talk to me because I was the, the minister, but I spent the, the first 15 or so minutes trying to find those people on the margins. And then I said to the, the group, the board, we call it the vestry, I said, look, let's not talk to anybody we know for the first 15 minutes. Let's just go out and engage people mm-hmm. um, who we don't know. We've been everywhere. You know, lots, lots of uh, folks in church, they've been everywhere. They've traveled everywhere. They've got these amazing educational experiences. Use all of that uh, to, to sort of build a bridge. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're learning. And by the, you know, with the aid of the Holy Spirit, we're getting this done. Look, here's the thing about Jesus. Jesus was normal. <laughs> you know, I, I think sometimes we're looking for, you know, we're looking for some, you know, magic, you know, Superman cape or something. Jesus was a normal dude who had normal conversations with normal people about an extraordinary God. Mm-hmm. And I, I think sometimes we just we just forget the gift is normalcy. The gift is authenticity and, and, and genuine uh, and genuineness. Uh, so I think that's where we want to go. Uh, increasingly so. So say more about that. Where where do you think if 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 four people could be anything, yeah. become anything, yep. go anywhere, yep. do anything, what would it be? Yeah, I just see. I think a lot about uh, the heart that's breaking somewhere. I think a, I think a lot about the, the person who's divorcing. I think a lot about um, you know the, the person struggling with depression, anxiety. I think a lot about the person uh, who is disoriented, who maybe even be lost. I think a lot about the person. Um, who just uh, wants to give up. I think a lot about the person who um, is fighting off suicidal ideations. I think a lot about that person. What I want for faith to continue to be is, is something they can go to uh, on their phone or on their computer or whatever, 
you know, uh, Howard Thurman said that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for people who have their back against the walls. I think a lot about that. Um, and so I, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to be that kind of thing that goes out into the nooks and crannies, um, you know, what I call the fingernail dirty places. And I, I want people to, 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 to find in our, in our archives and in our conversation some little stepping stone. Psalm 40 said, you know, I was sinking in clay, sinking in the miry clay, and God put a rock under my foot and a new song in my mouth. I, I hope that for faith, uh, you know, has been for 150 episodes and will be for the next 150 episodes, um, you know, a rock that God uses uh, to, to give someone the strength to stand and even a new song. Awesome. Well, Bishop, thank you, as always, for giving me the privilege yeah. of being a, a conversation <laughs> partner. It's always a you joy. You are a fantastic conversation thank partner, you. Melissa. Thank you. Well, and listeners, we are so grateful for you. I, I'm going to say it again. I've said it up maybe once or twice. Uh, a number of people will come up to us and say, gosh, I listen to four people and, and we love it. And um, a number of people say, how can we help four people? Um, I think Easton's going to have some information soon about a new website that is launching. And so we would be, we would welcome you to check out uh, that website when it comes out. Easton's going to have lots of great information, um, but we would also encourage you share these episodes and give us a great review. You know, if you go to Spotify or Apple, uh, anything you listen to podcasts, uh, we've got a lot of stars, uh, but not actually a lot of reviews. So leave us a review, will ya? <laughs> Share this with others. And we look forward to being back with you week after week after week. <laughs>